When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Forever. Dog. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. What makes you sing? What makes you sing? What makes you sing? What makes you sing? With Larry Owens. Hi, welcome back to another episode of What Makes You Sing with Larry Owens. I'm Larry Owens. This is the comedy podcast about music. You're obsessed with it. If you're tuning in for the first time, we haven't rehearsed any of this stuff. Okay, so it's all happening organic, 100% improv style, UCB style. No, not UCB style. Why did I say that? I take it back. But it's being played to perfection by James Harvey. Thank you, Mr. Owens. Oh, Mr. Owens, formal. Yes. Okay. I'd like to change up the greetings. Oh, I'm noticing right Right now that your glasses are tortoise shell. Yeah, we have nearly identical glasses. Nearly identical glasses. That is uh, classic. Yeah, that's why we work so well together. Oh my gosh. But I'm ready for a new pair of glasses. How often do you change them? I haven't gotten a new pair in three years. But I'm actually thinking about LASIK surgery. I'm also thinking about LASIK. Yeah, so if any listeners want to chime in with advice... Yes, the listeners, procedure. let us know about LASIK. This is riveting content. And <laughs> uh, just to keep it going, we're going to open the show how we open every show. It's with a request. This one comes from Shirley Q. You <laughs> got a fast car. I wanted to get to anywhere. Maybe we can make it here. Maybe together we can get somewhere Any place is better Starting from zero, got nothing to lose Maybe we'll get something But me, myself, I got nothing to prove You got a fast car And I've got a plan to get us out of here But look, I'm at the convenience store Managed to save just a little bit of money She's actually just gonna get a little bit worse. <laughs> see, my old man's got a problem. He lives with a bottle, that's the way it is. His body's too old for working, his body's too young to look like his. 
everything actually gets worse. My mama went off and left him. She wanted more from life than he could give. Said somebody's gotta take care of him. So I quit school, that's what I did. Fast car, but is it fast enough so we can fly away? We gotta make a decision to leave tonight, or we can die this way. Do you remember we were driving, driving in your car? Speed so fast, but like I was drunk. Say it like lay out before, say your arm out nice, I around my shoulder, and I, I had a feeling that I belonged. I, I had a feeling I could be someone. time to keep that going because in this studio we have one of my favorite performers you've seen them all around town as our alter ego candy dish you've seen them lighting up stages all across america and you've seen them ding dang on your old television on the home box office as one of the stars of los spookies it's the one the only spike eyebender how's it going Great. Thanks for having me. Oh wow. Thanks for coming. Wow, this is so nice. <laughs> yeah, we we even have a we even have a, a doc in the studio for I you. I know. I was like, I couldn't believe that when I walked in, I was being led in by someone with a small dog in their arms. This is a podcast first. This yeah. is literally Kismet. And it's a hypoallergenic dog. Oh. Which is amazing because <laughs> canonically, even though I am I love dogs. I'm allergic to dogs. You, you're, you know, some people are foodies. You're a doggy. Yes. <laughs> or, and just like or, people who are foodies, I need dogs to live. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't bring your own pup he's, to the studio. Yeah, he's at home. He's he's not a all weather guy. Okay. Basically. Yeah, yeah. We are we're, we're taping on like a, a sort of like gloomy night, like gloomy rainy night. Yeah. In February. Yeah. So our vibe is really chill, cozy. One dog. It's just Yogi. Yeah, only one dog. Just one dog. But also imagine if I just came, my dog's name is Spider-Man. If I came with Spider-Man and he was just like, there was another dog right there. What do you you call him for short? It's, well, I try to call him Spider. He really responds to Spider-Man. I didn't name him that. So it was his name for his whole life before I got him. And he's already, he's eight years old now. So he was Spider-Man for a long time before we met. Yeah. And Spider-Man, he shall, he shall be. remain. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes names choose us. That's true. I feel like, um, you know, I changed my name because uh, I wanted to. But with dogs that you adopt from the shelter, they must keep their n- names given by God or, or the people <laughs> at the shelter. And I really hate to even bring this up because it's not the energy. I want us to have for the podcast, but um, naming of cats is a huge part of that actual film is like when the cats get a name. And oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. That I know Hoover. what you're talking about, but I didn't know that there was a naming ritual. I know they also have that's very the whole, intense names. The movie. Is there names? You get a name. Yeah. You get to like you get a ride due to the yeah, heavy yeah, side. Yeah, one little specialty that they each have. Yeah, I. So from what I understand, and again, I know this is not the vibe of the pod, so I'll just try to keep this brief. But cats is about um, a bunch of cats who compete for who can kill themselves. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. So I competing mean, competing for extinction. Yeah, that's 
that's pretty cool. I will see it one day. <laughs> it's very, um, it's very avant. It actually is kind of like um, a Brooklyn comedy show. It's like everyone walks out, does something indecipherable. People are and they're obsessed. Like, they're like, this is my name. This is what I do and who I am. And you're just going to go with it. Yes, this is my graphic design. This is my poster. <laughs> yeah, just kill me. This is my full body makeup, which I often do. So, yeah. Oh my God, full body makeup. Talk about, yeah. talk about your onstage persona. Talk about... Um, well, about when you put on the makeup well sometimes i do a comedy performance in drag as a character called candy dish but um usually i just do stand-up or like long-form comedic monologue performance that usually has like music uh backing track that i've like cobbled together from different sound pieces and voiceover but the drag character candy dish she's um half woman and half eel and she's just like this Jewish <laughs> comedian. She's like 150 years old. Very borscht belt. Yeah, bog belt. Because <laughs> she's half eel. But it's, uh, yeah, and she just does stand up and usually burlesque. But that's that's me fully in drag and I paint most of my body green and wear green garments to look, give the illusion that my skin is green everywhere. But she's she is a white person, technically. She's Jewish. <laughs> but she's also an eel, so her skin is green. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. And yeah. speaking of creatures, talk about <laughs> oh, the, <yes. laughs> the world of Melissa Spookies. You have one of like the most iconic like production designs I yeah. think I've ever seen. It was the best experience of my life thus far in terms of filming anything and uh being part of a television show was like un- unthinkable and it was amazing to do the hbo series los six spookies yeah, which follows Julio a group and of uh, julio torres anna Ferrega. it's a group of friends who are spooks yeah they yeah they basically create like horror scenarios for different um individuals who request their services like there's an episode where they have to fake an exorcism to get this priest's morale up um and he needs something to do okay let's give him an exorcism and he comes literally like the production design yeah and they make the bed vibrate and it's a really great show but i'm actually the only monster that's real oh. because I exist inside Julio's character, his character Andres. I exist in his head. Oh my gosh. So, so you are legit. Monster. I'm like a demonic spirit that lives within him in like a void space, but the monsters that they create are of their own fabrication in, in the show. Yes. So uh, that was something that I, once I realized, I was like, oh, that's pretty special. You're like, oh, I cast magic. Like, yeah. I authentically yeah. cast magic. I appear when he comes into contact with water, and it's, um, yeah, it's a very cute uh, way to think about our friendship as like I'm a parasitic demon <laughs> whom he calls upon for advice in hard times. And are you obsessed with King's Speech? Is that you? I've never seen it. I mean... Yeah, no. if you watch the series, you'll know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, you'll know what I'm talking about when I say I'm going to ask you the question that I ask all of my guests, Spike Einbender. What is the music that made you? Um, well, my last name is is Einbinder. It's okay. Okay, everybody. Thank you. Peter says Einbinder a lot oh, on stage. Authentically, and I don't know why they do it, but they do do that. And a lot of people have a lot of different. Variations, but yeah, which is awesome (laughs) because I'm Jewish, but people would say my name like that to me to be like, yeah, it's German, but it's like, that's not what we're going for here. But that is the music that made me was like the songs at Temple that they would sing was like where it definitely where it started for me. And 
realizing like growing up in Los Angeles being Jewish and seeing sort of like the Christmassy milieu of sound and how it sounds like very relaxed and like come into my warm house from the cold and the Jewish like holiday sector of music is very like minor key and kind of like inherent sadness, like longing <laughs> or like uh, all the songs are like, you know, we remember this pain that we had and through our tears, we can see like these candles burning. Oh my God. So that was definitely where it started for me, like going to temple and hearing those songs. So what's like, what's like in, okay. I, I've never been to temple. Oh uh, yeah. So like, so, like, what, so what are you like? What, what's one of those uh, like slappy um, songs that everyone. James was, Dainu, I mean, that's, that's, that's still it's one. like that's, that's an upbeat one, but it still, still has this like still has like this like polka e like it's oh, kind of it's it's yeah. yeah and like um but you know what's one of those painful yeah one of those, of those I mean pain. even oh Hanukkah is like pretty uh. <laughs> yeah or um Hanukkah Hanukkah yeah do you know it? I don't know. You know, I, I do know it. I was just trying to think of a different one that was like, well, you know, on on Passover. Yeah, well, it's like, oh, Hanukkah, oh, Hanukkah, come light the menorah. Let's have a party. We'll all dance the horror. Gather round the table. I'll give you a treat, a dreidel to play with and latkes to eat. And while we are playing, the candles are burning low. One for each night, they shed a sweet light to remind us of days long ago. It's like, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm five. Like, these songs are like the precursors yeah. to the Disney villain songs. Yeah. Oh, 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 it's like, okay. oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Every song is like, and planning by the fire, planning my evil plan for the children, throw them in the fire, and then I'll take the land from the children. It's like, for sure. Oh, my God. But it gave me like a proximity to evil that I was comfortable with at a young age before I fully ascended into it. Oh my gosh. Well, but, I mean, we know Walt Disney. Yeah, oh yeah. Yes. He was not a fan. Not a fan. Notorious, notorious. But I, I, I feel like there's like musically what I'm hearing in the, like in the what you just did, James. Like the that that musical linking is warning. Yes. It's like yes. there's something like well, it's like my temple. I remember also no no Warning. like well, you we, say these like remember i remember in my temple during passover it wasn't a like it wasn't a jewish song but my congregation at the synagogue would sing go down moses like because oh. <laughs> on passover we would definitely sing that and that was like really intense i know there's like a a, a really like more upbeat like louis armstrong one but like this, we Go were just down, like, yes, Moses, yes. Way down to Egypt's yeah, land. Tell, tell old Pharaoh. Tell old Pharaoh. Let, let my people go. Yes. Yeah. That's what we would sing on Passover. Yes. And that's like, that's where I was like, oh, wow. There's, even though I'm a very small child, we're all singing this like together to reminisce in the pain that's within us. We're, we're very young and yet we are all reliving this pain that is like part of our history go down Moses way down to Egypt land tell old Pharaoh to let my people go when Moses was in Egypt land let my people go 
They worked so hard they could not stand Let my people go Go down, Moses Way down in Egypt's land Tell old Pharaoh To let my people go Let my people. This is the two versions. I'm so sorry. Like, we're like, we're both. I was like listening, just like, oh wow. Okay, take it away, Larry. While I'm, I like recording in the shared history, I love yeah, that. Yeah, I know. That, that, like the Negro spiritual, but they the were Jewish. Like, they babe. just bring it back for Passover because it's, it's, it's the story. It's the same song. Yeah. It's the same struggle. This is music. This is yeah. the podcast. This, this is, is the podcast. It's the same the commonality song. of two enslaved people. The same song. Yeah. Two different stories. It but is. We're using the same music, the same text. Yeah. And and even people who aren't from these two if they you know you, what is your pharaoh what is your symbolic that's true and those warning chords yeah oh, oh there's the line it's like if not I'll smite your firstborn dead and you're like okay like <laughs> like little kids in a circle oh my god yeah but that that's definitely where it all began oh. but in that like my I feel like that's why the pivot to like the next stuff that I liked after that was like goth music and stuff like that in like 80s like was so natural because of that okay so so you were in the temple and then you begin to have your own musical identity and so you're going you're following some darkness yeah it was because um, my parents subscribed to Entertainment Weekly magazine oh my god Entertainment <laughs> Weekly this is the second interview in a row this has come up really like the, the influence of it did yes. they talk about getting the 80s wave compilation CD issue no but okay. this is your story <laughs> an issue came to the door and I got it and it had a CD like stuck to the magazine it was like a special issue of entertainment weekly and it said 80s wave uh one hit wonders compilation disc one and two it was like a two disc cd of 80s 80s. wave yeah it's like uh that now that's what i call music type cover but not as like flashy yeah like blue and orange cover and they just had like the track list of that cd like turned me it was um, 1998 (laughs) yeah that so i was seven years old and it made me become the the gay trans non-binary person what? that I am. Okay, so there's your rhythmics. That was the thing. The first song was Sweet Dreams. The first song on the on the CD, and when the synth came in, it felt like I was got punched in the head. Oh and I was like, God. "This is my identity now." I was oh like, my "This." God. Synth. <laughs> I feel like we have to do Sweet Dreams. <laughs> Okay, but you have to. I'll come in there. No, 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 no. Sorry, okay. I got. Look, when you when you probably go down Moses, like I don't know, like okay, it, it, like it, I, that real. I know I went out of pocket there, and I thank you for letting me have that. No, but, no, I would. But no, this is what makes Spike. I mind her. Yeah. Okay. No, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet dreams are made of this. Who am I to disagree? Travel the world and the seven seas. Everybody's looking for something. Some of them want to use you. Some of them want to get used by you. Some of them want to abuse you. (laughs) It's me, 11, or no, seven years old. Be abused. And yeah, just her like Annie Lennox going off. Annie Lennox, yeah. Travel the world and the seven seas. Everybody's looking for something. It's a great song, and everything. Hold your head up, part. Oh, you know that part? No. What is that part? It's like hold 
your head up, keep your head up, moving on. Hold your head up, moving on. Keep your head up, moving on. And then it goes into like an absolutely shredding synth solo after that. Yeah, that's what happens. She she rocks so much. Synth, this is the patch moment, James. Some of them want that you can't do. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. It's kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, I know. Why, why <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, there we go. I just turned up the volume, which was a, a slider dial on the side of my Walkman. Oh. <laughs> That's like what I listen to it on. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so that so, so you have this earth-shattering CD of this music that came before you, yes, but that you again. are vibing with too. Yeah. It's like dancey, it's upbeat, but the lyrics have an underbelly. Yeah, yeah. What was I want to know what that was for you as well? well you, okay, flipping yeah. the switch, flipping it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I always I find I found like the title song of the sound of music. It like is really I don't know something that I just responded to like a lot as a kid, and I think it's because of like how just like it's so like well structured. Yeah. <laughs> so that was I was like order peace. Do you have like cry songs like songs where you're like this song equals cr- tears? I I actually like don't cry a lot. Oh wow. I know I know so it, which is crazy but and yeah it's, and art is the hardest thing for to move me because I'm so technical. Wow. Yeah when I'm hearing any song I'm like just, I'm thinking of the key signature like the arrangement like everything. Wow. Know? I'm like I feel like I would use music to access emotion growing up like that I was like What's in a controlled way. I don't know. It just sometimes they have to be ha- happening to happen. But I was wondering if you had any like What's on the red. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm like trying to think of but one. You can cry to a song for sure. For sure. Can it was the last song, song you cried to. Um, I don't remember. I think it was m- probably like rewatching uh, Mulholland Drive or something. Like when when that when they have the. The woman come out and sing the cover of Roy Orbison's Crying, but there's, I will ruin that song. I'm also like, I feel like I don't have control over my voice in a way that I used to. Oh my gosh. Because I've been uh, doing like hormone therapy. So I'm like, okay, this, I, this sounded one way in my head and also like maybe two weeks ago, but now it sounds kind of different. So that's like my disclaimer for like why I'm not good at singing, but it's also... It's fine. No, everyone has a, like everyone has a story. Everyone is like on the outside. You think everyone's like I'm vocally well. Yeah, I'm but, vocally like, everyone, unwell. But like everyone's journey. <laughs> I'm vocal has, unwell. So so like, can you just talk more about that, or is that? Um. Yeah. There. I mean, there's always like. I feel like throughout. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for bringing us water. <laughs> yeah, water from HP Happy Emma. I don't know, like feeling feeling emotion from songs. Like I used to feel a lot of emotion from Prince songs and that was like something that I could easily access. And when he died, it was like a huge, it just like sort of was like an oil spill and it became like more songs than normal were in, inducing tears. 
So things like that. Yeah, I don't want to do that tonight. Yeah, but <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Just like just okay, yeah. but um, I would say that tonight. I think that you were like leading with a lot of just like joy and confidence, and we're so grateful <laughs> to have you here doing this, like doing the <laughs> scary stuff. Like it's old hat to me, and like in but I know that for guests to come on who. Some of them don't identify as singers. Some of them don't identify as comics. And so oh, yeah. there is like, you know, we, we work through it together. Thanks and... for being here and supporting me <laughs> on your podcast. I am the, I'm the mediator. Yeah. I'm the mediator. I know, but I want to know about you. You want to know about me? Oh, well, you know, well, hey. I want to find our Venn diagram, basically. Our Venn diagram. Yeah. What what linked us? Yes. Okay. So, um, well, this CD that you're obsessed with. Yeah, anything on there resonating? <laughs> the, the CD that you're obsessed what with. The, what was the CD called? It's, it was called 80s Wave. Uh, Entertainment Weekly, 80s Wave. It came out in 1998. Great year. A magazine released a CD. Yes, this is the 90s. It's like, <laughs> we're going to put a CD on a magazine. It's going to blow this shit wide open. No, there's like nothing on here that I'm absolutely been, going crazy for. for song today. What? Get off that. Everybody what? wants to rule the world. That's a great song. Go for a spike. I don't know. <laughs> okay, we're just gonna vamp. <laughs> so, I, Welcome I to do your love life. this band. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to your life, <laughs> there's no turning back. Even while we sleep. We will find you acting on your best behavior Turn your back on Mother Nature Everybody wants to rule the world <laughs> Oh man It's my own desire It's my own remorse Help me to decide Help me make the most of freedom and of pleasure Nothing ever lasts forever Everybody wants to rule the world There's a room where the light won't find you Holding hands while the walls come tumbling down When they do, I'll be right behind you So glad we almost made it so sad they had to fade it Everybody wants to rule the world <laughs> Damn This indecision Married with a lack of vision you know? <laughs> That just turns into that That's like what I, what I feel Oh my gosh, okay So, uh, so I, I, took, I took that beat to think I think that our Venn diagram <laughs> okay. Is going to, you were born in LA Yes So your show business Partially, yes Your showbiz. Yes And I live in New York I live in New York So your showbiz. Yeah So you know There must be part of your life Show some showbiz music. Yeah, I well, think you know, going to. the first time I ever got a laugh on stage was uh, when I fell on stage during the sixth grade production of uh, Singing in the Rain. Okay, I, I played the, the theater goer walking out of the movie and not liking the movie. Yeah, and sung like along with the with the ensemble, but I'm I um was hadn't walked in heels before, um because gender, and I was like my uh. 
seen partner, went out, said her line and exited immediately. So I was said my line to no one. And as in, I was in the middle of it, I tripped over my own foot and fell. And everybody laughed, but they thought it was like part. They thought it was a choice. Yes. And I remember being like, this is great. Oh. And everybody in, in the play was really like, they were not happy that that happened. But I was like, this is the only way I would have oh, ever had any fun. Gosh, but just, but by, know, by chance, you just oh, got yeah. to hear the swell of a hundred people it just kill, all uh, eyes um, on yeah, it killed. It was not a hundred people, but yeah, um, two <laughs> hundred. It was a sold out show at the Palladium. I was in sixth grade. Um, no, Sing but you know the, the song uh, <laughs> "Make Them Laugh" from that. <laughs> That's like the song that I remember from that play. That was like I the don't only... know the super well, but I want to hear you do it. <laughs> this is like kind of. Um, the only way that I feel like I could ever be a part of uh, musical theater is songs like something that go a little something like this. <laughs> <laughs> make them laugh, make them laugh. Don't you know everyone wants to laugh? My dad said, be an actor, my son, but be a comical one. They'll be standing in lines. For those old, what? I don't remember that lyric. <laughs> Where it's like, oh yeah, make make them roar, make them scream, take a fall, but a wall split a seam. You'll start off by pretending you're a dancer with grace. You'll wiggle till they're giggling all over the place. And then you'll get a great big custard pie in the face. Make them laugh, make them laugh, make them laugh. It's like those songs. That's the only thing. Wait, that was your anthem. (laughs) No, it was just like after realizing that. I could, that was a way for me to connect during in a performative manner. I was like, okay, I do like this. And I, I was afraid to admit that I was into it. And then once I realized that there could be like some semblance of control versus like getting cast in a school play, like not trying because I didn't want to do that, but then being upset that I wasn't like a better part. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and being like, well, if I just take this into my own hands, maybe I can make something work. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, make them laugh. It's the anthem. So goofy. It's the anthem. Uh, and I also feel like another part of our Venn diagram would be uh, queer music. I don't know what that means, but I guess we can just like, here, yeah, let's try yeah, on the podcast. Let's try. You know, that classic queer music yeah. that would bond us together, right? I'd say, Mother, play some of that good old fashioned queer music. Mom! Oh. And it's ragtime. Oh, yeah. And it's, that was a ragtime. I like employee. open the saloon doors oh, and they like flap behind oh, me. Okay. <laughs> okay. And it's a queer, a queer, queer shit. music. Yeah. Yeah. At the saloon. What are you? <laughs> the queer saloon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cowboys are gay. Blazing saddles. Flaming saddles. <laughs> Classically. <laughs> what do you think is queer music? For you, what music? <laughs> what makes you queer? With Spike Einbinder, queer music. You know. Hi, welcome to What Makes You Queer. What makes you queer? Yes, that's your spinoff podcast. Yeah, I'm my backdoor podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned it's what that phrase means, and I finally used it. Backdoor. What makes you queer? Yeah, James, James queer. is still here. Thank but you. Like, I'm so like excited. Not doing music. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just everything about the brand is the same, but just what makes you queer, Spike. Yeah, yeah. Mind binder. 
But yeah, what do you what do you think is queer music for you? You know, I'm just like like I'm I actually I so I admitted to, er, to you that I had a massage earlier today. Yes, yeah. So I'm like so chill and zen, <laughs> and like normally where I would have a million thoughts, I have zero thoughts. Oh wow! So every like we keep saying queer music, and I only can see Stephanie Germanata. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, I will. I, is it because you're looking at me? Oh uh, yeah, like you. <laughs> I think you favor Steffi. I. People do think that we look alike, and I was resistant to her because of that. I was mm. like, I don't want to delve because just because we have a big nose in common or whatever. And then I delved, and I was like, Oh, she rocks, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but you, wait, so wait, so so you you I you like bangs Lady with, Gaga. Yes. You bangs with Gaga. Yes. Okay, I'm saying it. I <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. This I'm is like, what makes me queer. I'm I like, like Lady Gaga. Okay. I'm like clarifying for the. I'm like, wait. So are you no, saying yeah, I'm that saying it. you I'm, bangs with I'm Gaga? I really. <laughs> that. I'm sorry. I'm when so did you start to bang with Gaga, and what was it? Extremely when? recently, because the people I was noticing more and more that the people whose minds I respected enjoy her music. Mm. I was like, okay, who who do I whose mind do I respect? Amy Zimmer. <laughs> Be mind. Theta Hamill. Theta. You. Peter Smith. I'm like, all these people like Lady Gaga, and they're all geniuses. I ran hard. I ran hard for Gaga during the campaign. During uh, the campaign? Yeah, the movie. The movie was, I like Oh, the, yeah, I, I didn't the, see it. Yeah, but it was, fun, it was fun it. culture for me. It was fun culture for me, and I liked, like, just, like, cheering the games that she was playing with, like, the sound bites. Like, that's yeah. so fun. Have you seen her play uh, Bad Romance on the Piano in her documentary? Yeah, I saw that documentary. She does a really intense version. And at the end, when she ends it, it's like so, so poignant and beautiful. This is exactly how she does it. Want your bad romance? You're ugly, I want your disease I want everything as long as it's free I want your love Your love, love, love I want your love Yeah, I want your trauma The touch of your hand I want your love I want your love You know that I want you You know that I need you I want your bad Bad romance I want your loving All your lovers revenge Can write a bad romance Oh, 
makes me want to go like right back into Ohanaga. It's like mm. so <laughs> proximal to that to me. It's just like uh, one yeah. for each night we shed a sweet light oh, to remind oh, us of days long ago. Simplest, saddest. This is the most chaotic. This is what my brain is like at all times. There's Tell Pharaoh, ra ra ga ga ga. Ooh la la. <laughs> and as kids love twenty five, it's it's ironic. <laughs> oh my god! But that is that is something that happens in my brain where certain songs have to immediately go into another song without rejoining the actual song that they are. And of course, asking you to name two songs right now would be crazy. I'm trying. I'm trying to, (laughs) I have one that, um, that goes into rocking around the Christmas or Jingle Bell Rock. And I'm trying to remember what the, the first part is, but yeah, I will, I will get it and I will be far, far away from this room. I'll be like (laughs) so far away with no one around. Here it is. I'm trying so hard. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, my brain is, is not up to the test. I don't have a, I didn't get a massage. Um, (laughs) No, no, you're still worthy. And so musically, uh, Memories, memories. So, um, from LA, and then uh, to New York, and then you became you become a comic. Yeah, I. You have your first performance of singing in the rain, and that was yeah. And then I woke up in New York City. Now you're a television star (laughs) and a star of comedy. Um, What what what's happening in between? And then we're gonna find a music memory in there. Uh, well, when I came to New York, I came just to, to do comedy, but I, I went to school and I started making like backing music for for bits that I would do. And I know that there was like musical points in my life that I would try to bring in through performance. And this one doesn't really it doesn't have lyrics, but one of the the bits that I that I have been working on for like a number of years was um basically my the first the person who I ever had my first kiss with broke up with me to music he like put on music to break up with me no yeah he called me into his room on his birthday at his birthday party and put press play like on a cd that was like already inserted in his computer to, and then proceeded to break up with me but absolutely not performance art it no. was it, i was 14 i couldn't believe it and it was uh beethoven's moonlight sonata he, and he was breaking up with me to that song and i was just like sitting there absorbing what he was telling Saying, me. i'm gonna become did, did he want to make yeah. it as sad for you as possible i i don't understand like why he because it was also like <laughs> It was at his birthday party during the party. So it must have been, it was so urgent. Like it needed to occur. It just seemed like such an event. Like, wow. It was very scarring. But now I get, I have reclaimed it through like a a bit where I like read uh, the, like what he said to me and then reclaim it because I, after that moment, I did swear to myself that I was never going to be broken up with again. 
and have thus far maintained almost that <laughs> exclusively. <laughs> so it was like it it definitely started me on a journey towards um like re- I guess maybe revenge based comedy is not the way to put it, but something proximal to that. That I'd seems say. like a tall order to like vow to never be broken up with again. Hey, you know I'm not afraid of celibacy. That's all okay. I gotta say. And so, so the Moonlight Sonata is, is just a, playing, and he's, is a is a trigger. Yeah, definitely. And then, so when you're making these backing tracks for your act, like, what do they sound like? Um, for, well, for Candy, uh, Candy Dish, when she does burlesque, I do it as her. She has a song that's called Swamp Girl, and it's a song that was from the 50s that this woman recorded for her burlesque act and it's just like there's a creature in the swamp and like it's a woman it's a creature like basically what she is and (laughs) (laughs) and then um i mix it into other songs that she then lip syncs to and they're extremely cliche drag number songs like (laughs) believe by Cher, and then call me mother by rupaul and it's just like like everything queer music yeah oh here we go yeah Oh, oh my god Oh my god! But that's like I think that's like quotation mark. Yeah, oh yeah. But that's what I mean. That's why they're in the mashup for like yeah, this it's okay. Very very old eel woman because it's like the only way that she can. Yes, but understand. that's still yeah. Oh, sorry, now I'm going back to queer music. It's okay. Not get, like Gaga queer music. Yes, for and sure. And then Ernest, and then like queer music quotation marks. Yes, <laughs> and I recently um like and I think queer music is something where like we have to reclaim certain music that's been taken from us or like deemed a certain thing like even girl group stuff I feel like has an can have like an inherent sadness to it and that to me like is like an un- the unrequited love aspect of that is like very queer oh wait girl groups like yeah. which ones um like the Shangri-Las or like the Ronettes which what, what what's what songs of longing get you going <laughs> um, <laughs> um Oh my god, this is just more like sad, sad. But sad, sad. You can, you can never go home anymore. <laughs> the that's, so, the song where Shirelle? it's like that's um the Shangri Las. Shangri Las, your taste. Come on, is it taste? Me. It's just like I don't know. It's just sad songs. Where no? Where did you get this one? Like when did you hear this song? I, I don't think I know this one. The, I don't understand how I became I I really loved Roy Orbison and Hmm. I loved um Joe Meek who was like a producer who worked with a lot of really obscure girl groups and then I started like trying to find girl group music from other countries and the Shangri-Las are an American band but they I I just became obsessed yeah it's really I don't I don't know no when did you when did you um so you're obsessed with Roy Orbison. Yeah, and and just like wanted to find he's extremely sad man. <laughs> and I was like, well, what's this like the girl group typical song is like very poppy and fluffy, but these are also the ones that are very sad, which is a, a running <laughs> theme in the music that I like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, just yeah. go for it. I'm not going off chords. The thing is, this has an extremely long spoken word intro. Oh, yeah, no, spoken. hit it, hit it, okay. hit it, hit it. We want it. I'm gonna hide if she don't leave me alone. I'm gonna run away. Don't, cause you can never go home anymore. Listen, 
Does this sound familiar? You wake up every morning, go to school every day, spend your nights on the corner just passing the time away. Your life is so lonely, like a child without a toy. Then a miracle, a boy. And that's called Glad. Now, my mom is a good mom, and she loves me with all her heart. But she said I was too young to be in love, and the boy and I would have to part. And no matter how I ranted and raved, I screamed, I pleaded, I cried. She told me it was not really love, but only my girlish pride. And that's called bad. Now that's happened to you. Don't let this. I packed my clothes and left home that night. Though she begged me to stay, I was sure I was right. And you know something funny? I forgot that boy right away. Instead, I remember being tucked in a bed and hearing my mama say, Mama! I can never go home anymore. And that's called sad. It's like the saddest song. <laughs> Just about a girl thinking she knew more than her mother. And then when you're on that cold, cold pavement, you miss the bed so much. <laughs> but like a young, young girl. Very sad. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. I love spoken <laughs> content. I love... Uh, what makes you speak speak weep. i well, weep <laughs> i mean I, you weep <laughs> i love just like an absolute monologue and then a, mama yeah it gets really dramatic at that part and you can never yeah go home anymore mama it like keeps happening mama. no i can never mama. go home anymore yeah <laughs> and that's called sad <laughs> that's how the song ends sad <laughs> oh well okay you can tell everyone out there where they can find you where they can see you where they can you can love find you. me you can find me online my username is spike with uh with a bunch of underscores and periods thrown all in i'll leave you to figure that out and my twitter is at spike einbinder and I am going to be on Los Spooky Season 2, so... Shooting happening. soon in Chile. Yes, very You're soon. You're going off to Chile. Yes, I am. That is uh, Spike Einbender. Wow, thank you for thank coming. Thank you for having on. me, Larry. such a special yeah. episode. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I yeah. appreciate <laughs> it. This is the last one. Yeah. Uh, we sat down with Spike. Such tales did they bring. We hope you didn't forward fast. Subscribe. Don't miss a thing. From Larry James Spike <laughs> What makes you see Good times and bum times I've seen them all and my dear I'm still here I show it sometimes Sometimes just pretzels and beer But I'm here I've stuffed the dailies in my shoes Strummed ukuleles on the blues Seen all my dreams disappear But I'm 
slept in shanties, guest of the WPA. But I'm here, danced in my scanties, three bucks a night was the pay. But I'm here, I've stood on bread lines with the best, watched while the headlines did the rest. In the depression, was I depressed? No has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.